Welcome to Season 3. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a positive change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, share their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Our world today suffers from an excessive amount of pressure on all sides that leave an individual feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and eventually hopeless. My guests and myself have experienced all of these feelings at one time or another, which is why these stories and encouragements will inspire and uplift you. Hi friends, welcome to season three of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast. Season three has something extra special just for you. Along with the interviews you love from my authentic guests, you will have the opportunity to listen to the new free audio version of my newest book, The Relevant Old Testament, Illuminating Lessons from Imperfect People. I was inspired to create this audio version for those who want to listen during their commute or while doing the dishes. It is still recommended to sit down when you get a chance and go through this Bible study book as it involves a lot of one-on-one writing time with God. But I believe you will find this audio version helpful as you get started. Each chapter will be recorded as its own episode. Please feel free to share the listening links with your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Inside today's podcast, I have with me Wilma Hollis. Wilma is an author, speaker, and encourager from the core of her being. Her mission is to empower every woman on the planet with the practical application of the word of God. And so Wilma, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy and so excited to be here. Yes. And I'm excited just to be encouraged too, because you are an encourager. And um, I, I love that mission, you know, the practical application of the word of God. That's, that's been my mission too. Like you guys, the Bible has it. I promise, you know, you're my people. <laughs> yes. We are each other's people. This is true. <laughs> so I've been following you for a long time now, and I'm always impressed by the truth you speak. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, for most of us, it seems a challenging thing to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess my first question is, how long have you been, as you call it, life speaking? That is a good question. Um, (laughs) You know, you can do something for such a long time that you you don't even think about when it started, like the beginning of it, you know, but I can tell you that... um, um, I was taught, um, first I'll say decades, I'll say that. Um, and then I will tell you that I, um, as a teenager, I started attending a church where the pastor just was so adamant about the practical real life application about the word of God. You know, when God said, let there be light, he didn't say, 
man, it's so dark out here. He made no comment about the darkness. <laughs> he focused on the light. And the more that you go through the Bible and different stories and you see that, you say, wait a minute, this is how we're supposed to be speaking. This is how the kingdom of God works. Mm -hmm. And so to answer your question, decades. But what I realized is that this, even for believers, this is not necessarily a way of life. Mm -mm. And so that's why this conversation we're having is so important. Yes, I agree. So you've shared with me that one of your struggles is managing multiple projects. And let mm -hmm. me just tell you, I feel that in my bones <laughs> and I'm sure many others can relate to this feeling as well. So will you share with us how you manage this struggle? Um, so I have a home office and in my home office, I have a ginormous um, whiteboard, dry erase board. And so because I'm a real life person and real life people have real life people things. Mm -hmm. I separate all of my life speak and work stuff. I write all of that out, everything that I need to do. If it's something I need to do, it goes on that board. And then on the other side is my life stuff. <laughs> so there's life speak and then there's life stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you have to go to the dry cleaners. Yeah. You have to go pick something up from Home Depot. I mean, uh -huh. those things. <laughs> Those are real life things. Yes, they so are. With those, with those things staring me in the face every day, mm -hmm. that's how I make sure that I'm getting done everything that needs to be done. Mm. That's just yeah. one of my goals. Well, I like it. I'm a visual person. Uh, yes. For me, it's I I have written you know like a big planner in front of my face, mm -hmm. and I like doing that. But I also use my phone. I'm always mm -hmm. making reminders, <laughs> yes. uh, but you know, it still gets overwhelming sometimes. Yes. And I think it's because especially today, we mm -hmm. do so much more in a given day than mm -hmm. I always think of the people in the Bible. I'm like, they did not do all this in one day. <laughs> I have so many more distractions mm -hmm. too. Yes. Yes. The distractions. So I try, and that's what I'm doing this week. If you saw my post that finally went up because the internet or whatever, the down was down. crazy. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's hilarious. I laughed. I was like, Oh God was like, well, Vanessa, you said you were going to take a break. So take a break. Right. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't like social media because one of my friends was telling me, Oh yeah, it can be really distracting. I'm like, no, I, I, I know how to use my social media. I'm not distracted by it necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's just sometimes we mm -hmm. need to just step back from everything yes. to yes, gain perspective, gain clarity, see if yes. God has been trying to tap, you know, if he's been tapping on our shoulder, trying to yes. tell us something else, but we're so focused on the other things he's called us to do. Cause I, I know the things I focus on are the things mm -hmm. he tells me to focus on, but that doesn't mean it's never going to change. So right. I was feeling this sort of tap, nudge, whatever you want to call it. I thought, you know what? Mm -hmm. Before I get burnt out this time, I'm going to yeah. stop and uh, just um, take a step back 
and trust mm -hmm. that everything is going to be totally fine, even though I'm not doing what I usually do every single day. Yeah. And that that's a that's a good exercise. It is. And it used to be excruciating to practice, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, it used to be an excruciating practice. And now I'm like, no, God's already shown me. He always comes through. He's always working. Yeah. Even if he tells me, go take a break. I, yeah. I need you to take a break to get your mind uncluttered or something. Right. It is a real act of faith to do it, though. It, it really is, because somehow we've convinced ourselves that the world will not revolve unless we're busy doing all the things. Mm -hmm. We're going to lose momentum. We're going to lose followers. We're followers. Gonna lose, you know, all these things. And I'm like, no, you know what? God's bigger than that. Yeah. God's bigger than that. And I'm yes. High five. Right. <laughs> high five across the screen. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But so I love that because while I am a visual person and I would like a whiteboard too, you know, and I got my planner here, I still need to just stop it all sometimes yes. and go look at what God's going to do anyway. Yes. <laughs> Even though I'm anyway, anyway exactly. It's not going to stop. I'm not, you know, anyway, I'm going to change the topic, but I love that. I just felt like very mm -hmm. much like I had to say that because yeah. I think people need to hear it. I they really do because I know a lot of people that do what we're doing right yes. we're having a ministry over you know the waves yes. and um we feel so responsible mm -hmm. so like oh well we have a responsibility to carry out and it's true but mm -hmm. God's still bigger yes God is still bigger and we have to remember we can't do any of this without him anyway Thank you. And he never sleeps and never slumbers. So we can relax sometimes. That's right. That. He's got it all under control. And you know what? And I love the way God really does, at least for me now, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's these really nice transitions where it used mm -hmm. to be really abrupt. So mm -hmm. it's all about the fact that I've been learning to hear him better and recognize him more. And so mm -hmm. for three days, I kept thinking, you know, I, I just had the idea of what you just said, like everything I do is through mm -hmm. the power of God anyway. It's not me. So mm -hmm. if I step out, the work's still going to be done. And, and it was like, he was putting those thoughts in my head, whereas mm -hmm. the old me would have rejected those thoughts. Like yeah. you're crazy. There's no way mm -hmm. that, that sounds horrible. You right. know, that sounds like mm -hmm. you're being lazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But those are lies. Yes, lies. And you have to know how to recognize the enemy's lies. That's right. And I'm, that's I'm getting good counts. at that too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, that's from the liar. That's yeah. from the liar. <laughs> so I know the most important thing to you mm -hmm. is completing your God-given assignments. Same. Yes. I think even everybody listening right now has already come to that. How do you know? when it's an assignment from God, how do you know? Like, oh no, that's God talking to me right now. I can tell you three things that will always help me to know that it's an assignment for God. Number one, my initial reaction. <laughs> and my, re my initial reaction is always, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's too big. <laughs> God, are you, wait, no. That not not mm -mm, not that not me uh uh go somewhere somewhere else 
number one. So my initial reaction is, it's too big. Mm -hmm. Number two, um, it is something that God will not stop nudging me about. Mm -hmm. Um, God is a gentleman and he doesn't scream. He Mm -hmm. doesn't yell. He always speaks to you in a still quiet voice. Yep. He's not going to beat you over the head. He could make you do whatever he wanted to do. Basically, we could be puppets on strings Mm -hmm. if he wanted us to be. But he wants you to obey him willingly. Mm -hmm. He wants you to come. You know, he wants you to yield and surrender. So it'll be something that the nudge just doesn't stop. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to be doing that. That's something you're supposed to do. So, um, um, it'll number one, it'll be too big. It'll seem too big for me. Number two, the nudge won't stop. And then finally, whatever it is, it will address um, generally a negative experience from my past. Mm, I like that. So like that. if there's something, you know, for someone who may be, um, I have had some people in my life, I'll put it that way, who were not very encouraging and should have been. Mm. So as a result of that, you cannot be in my presence and not get encouraged. I won't let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do my job. If you walk away from me feeling the same way you felt when you approached me, I missed the mark Mm -hmm. because it's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to walk away from me saying, yeah, God, I can do that. Yeah, God, I can step out in faith. That is how I know that I am doing. Those three criteria are the things that work for me. Mm -hmm. One, it seems too big initially. Number two, God won't leave me alone about it. And I say that in all transparency and Number three, it will address an issue or something from my past that a sore spot or something that didn't happen the way it should have. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, life speaker, what are you going to (laughs) say? Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. Man. And like I said earlier, I mean, you really, you're really good at it (laughs) because. When I watch a video or something, I'm, I, it's like, it's almost like I'm waiting for, for something to not be as, I don't know how to put it like as life giving, I guess. (laughs) I'm like, wow, she did it. (laughs) How did she do that again? Oh, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but that that's always what I think when I'm watching you. Um, let me just tell you, I don't want you to think that I'm planning these months and months in advance. Mm-hmm. Some mornings he'll say, this is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that that third thing that I said to you about it addressing something that maybe was a negative point in my life at some point, that's because um, a lot of times I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me too. Right. So it's not, oh, she has it all together. It's Mm -hmm. God is having me say this 
to address something that I'm dealing with too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that that I so understand. I mean, I feel like that's exactly how I am yeah. with everything I share. I want it to be something that like, like it'll just be like, oh, that's real. Oh, I bet other people deal with that. Oh, okay. I'm going to talk about it. Um, and, and that's how, that's kind of my, like what you said, criteria with God. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, is, is this going to be helpful? Yes. Is it going to address someone? Yeah, it is. So, Mm -hmm. okay, God. And then I confirm, I just pray. I just pray. Mm -hmm. You want me to say, okay. All right. You want me to write about that? Oh, okay. Very rarely do I have a big drawn out plan for something. Um, that's usually not, that's usually not what God gives me. It's, I think it's because of my personality too. Mm-hmm. He, that's the kind of person I am like, Oh, you just taught me something. Oh, I'm going to share it. Yes. Oh, you just taught me that. Okay. I'm going to share it because I don't know that. You know what, when we share yeah. we we learn too, we learn yes. more when you teach something, you, you learn remember it, it harder. <laughs> Um, and so that's just, that's just how I've been. Uh, and so it it works the same for everything that God teaches me that, well, I got to share it. I got to tell you this. I feel like I'd be selfish. Exactly. If it makes your life better, it'll make someone else's life better. Better in the sense that you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not, I thought I was the only one, like, I thought I was the only one that ever thought that or ever had that happen. Uh, And then I'm like, no, you're not alone. It happened to me too. You know? Uh, And that is such a consistent trick of the enemy to make you feel that you are isolated, that you're the only one that's going through this. You're the only one that has to fight comparison issues. You're the only one that has to go, oh, but look at how great they did it. I could never do it that way. Not so, Mm -hmm. not so. There is no need to feel that way. We are in this together. We're community and we're stronger when we encourage each other, when we work together, when we're transparent with each other. Mm -hmm. That's what defeats the enemy. Yes. It's just coming together saying, hey, I struggle with this. What about you? Yes. You're, you're so so right. And that's the message. I mean, I, I, I talk about it all the time. That's, that is basically in a nutshell, what you don't have to be perfect is all about yes. the whole podcast. It's like, that's your mission. yes, it's let's be real with each other. Yes. Let's cheer each other on yes. because you're right. And I, I, I've said it, I've seen it for, in so many things, even what's going on in the world right now, this is the work of the enemy to yes. divide us. Yes. And when we're divided, we feel weak and we feel yes. helpless. Yes. And but look drained. at this. When we have this interaction, even right now, you and me, do you feel drained? Do you feel no. hopeless? No, you feel excited. Yeah. Like I have little chills going over. Me. I, I feel very excited. Yes. Um, and, and that happens so many times when I, when I get to speak with people, I'm like, look, look what would happen if we would just yeah. be honest with each other. Yes. For sure. That. It's, I mean, even just that itself gives you life. It just perks you up. You just yes. feel lifted. And I mean, and then even in that, I will feel, um, a little down sometimes. Cause I'm like, I guess nobody cares. I guess nobody wants to be real. I get, you know, I guess it's too hard for them. And then I see a Wilma video or something, you know, and I'm like, see, okay, God's showing me 
Yes. No, you're not alone. There are people that care. They are doing this. And then I go, oh, you're right, God. You know what? And I need to not be distracted by what I don't see happening. Yes. And instead, focus on my obedience. Yes. Because you know what? Every single time, I kid you not, no matter how down or weary or just whatever I feel, mm-hmm. as soon as I can get to a place where I can hear the Holy Spirit remind me, he goes, Vanessa, are you being obedient? And I say, yes, Lord. And he goes, okay, then you've succeeded. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I have succeeded. It's not, I don't have to see an outcome. Yes, it is nice. And I do get that sometimes. It is nice to get some feedback and go, oh, wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for showing me that you are using me in a way that is making it. Thank you, Lord. But does it happen every single day? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. but when I can put my success in the fact that I'm being obedient, no matter the outcome. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Okay. Then I'm like, <laughs> take that devil. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> the wonderful thing is obedience is our responsibility. That's our only responsibility. That's our only responsibility outcome. That is on him. That's right. It's on him. So you go, Hey, you know, when I, when I have those moments, like, okay, God, I did what I was supposed to do. The rest is on you. That's right. That's it. Even with my books, I'm like, okay, God, that was a long stretch that, you know, that, and and you know what, they take me out of my comfort zone, not because Mm -hmm. I don't like it, Mm -hmm. not because I don't like writing because I love writing, but it goes back to what I said earlier. I like to learn, share, learn, share, learn, Mm -hmm. share Mm -hmm. a book. It takes a lot of dedication yes. and, uh, and it's not my natural, that that's not where I'm good. I, mm-hmm. I'm good in the short, I guess, and not mm-hmm. so much the long, <laughs> if I that makes any sense. So, but I love it. I love it. And then when it's finally done and I'm so excited, I'm like, oh, okay. The outcome is yours, Lord. <laughs> I will be obedient in whatever you tell me to do in regards to this book, but really I got to let go of the outcome. Yes. And people have, you know, more businessy people. Oh, well, what's your goal? How much do you want to make? I'm like, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, back in the day before I was writing books, I had those goals with certain ambitions. And that, you know, that was one of the biggest gifts that God gave me was delivering me from the outcome of uh, money mm-hmm. being the success. The measure. For success. Yes. That, yes. Okay. That, so you said it better, but yeah, like uh, that used to be, I used to get so confused. I'd be like, okay, God, I, I, I did what you told me and, but I'm broke. Like, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like, what mm-hmm. happened? And then he was like, well, you're making money the goal, like the end goal to mm-hmm. measure your success. Not mm-hmm. that it was like, oh, I have to have this. So I blah, 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 blah. But right. it was like, oh, but if you don't make the money, then you weren't successful. And yeah. God's like, when did I ever say that? And I was like, oh, <gasps> Oh my gosh, you never said that. <laughs> never. never. And we have to not fall into, I'll say it like this, the algorithm of the world. That's right. And measure ourselves by how much money the book made, mm-hmm. how many likes did we get, how many followers do we have. If God put you on this earth 
to write a book that will reach one person. Mm -hmm. And that was the one person he assigned you. You, my friend, are successful. That's right. Because success is finding yourself in the middle of doing God's will. That's right. That's the true definition of success. Yeah. And I had to change my definition. And mm-hmm. and that took a little practice, but you know what? Oh man, it's so much better. Oh yeah. my goodness. Because then when the enemy attacks, I'm like, oh, well, you're you're trying to tempt me with a lie. Like you're yeah. trying to make me think the old way. Yeah. And I don't, I know that's false. So mm. bye. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. so much easier to fight him when you know the truth. Yes the truth you gotta know the truth (laughs) only only the truth can set you free that's right and you know how many times I think in when I'm reading the bible or uh, or I've been inspired to write something from what I read in the bible and then I'm like that's what the truth is and that's how it sets you free (laughs) you know like it does and that's why I have truth or tools that's why I named it that because it's like you guys you need the truth you yes. need the truth and then you need to practice the truth. Yes. That's how we're so similar. We have yeah. that in common as well. Don't totally. We? totally. So let's talk about your book because okay. we got to hear about it. You got to tell us who, who, what's it about? Who's it for? Okay. So my book is the title life speak one-on-one speak life and win. And the book is about, I call it the language of life speaking. And life speaking is aligning your word with God's word to overcome adversity and live victoriously. Here's the thing about Christendom Mm -hmm. and believerdom. A lot of times, um, you know, there's a scripture that says he has brought us out of the kingdom of darkness and into his marvelous light. Well, imagine moving from the United States to... Italy, and you decide you're going to live there forever. Now you've switched countries, but you never learned the language. Mm. Oh, I love that. I was like, where is she going with this? Oh, that was good. So think about it. What happens is we're believers and we're excited, but we only take salvation. We don't realize (laughs) <laughs> that we're supposed to change our language too. We've switched. We're in a different kingdom. Going to a different kingdom, moving to a different country requires a different language. And so in order to exercise your rights, in order to receive all the benefits that citizenship mm-hmm. delivers as a result of your being in that country, you've got to learn the language. Yep. And so life speaking is literally learning how to align your words with God's word so that you can overcome adversity because there's a language that you have to speak in order to overcome adversity. There's a language that you have to speak in order to live victoriously. Mm -hmm. So many times as Christians, we're fighting battles that should have been won and done Mm -hmm. a long time ago because our words didn't match God's word. We said what we saw instead of we're in a new kingdom. We're supposed to see what we say. Mm -hmm. 
And so we're not making the switch. That's what the book is about. Teaching you that no matter what the adversity is, you can learn to take the superior truth of God's word Mm. and overcome adversity. The book also provides real life because, you know, the enemy, because, you know, we always got to deal with that inner critic and the enemy saying things. But I remember in the process of writing the book, the enemy was saying, well, what if people buy the book? And what if they do this? And things don't turn out the way that the book says. And I said, well, guess what? It is not my job to make the word of God come to pass. Uh-huh. Pressure's off. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so right. You know, I've thought about that same kind of thing uh, later. You know, uh, I was so excited to get that relevant Old Testament out. So excited. I know, you know, because you were there. <laughs> yes. And, and I was, I, I felt so great about it. Just the possibilities for such a long time. And then just recently, because I'm recording um, chapters on this <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. and I was reading something and I thought, hmm, wow, how did I, there was just something that I thought, I hope people understand this the right way you know and then I Mm -hmm. said you know what that's out of my hands because I wrote this book with God every step of the way he was in the drafts he was in the edits he was in the publication he was with me the whole time I did not leave him away because I can't do without him like I know you're with me I know you're with me just guide my mind guide my fingers guide my words so if you know I saw that and the old me right the the -hmm. defeated me whatever Uh would have said, oh man, you messed up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You messed up. And I was like, no, you know what? There's no way I could No, because mm-hmm. I did this with God yes. and I'm, I'm going to believe that it's going to be taken the way God wants it to be. Yeah. Taken. Yeah. And it's not up to me. It's not up yeah. to me. You know, the Bible says that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. That language decree is the language of a king. Mm-hmm. And so when a king makes a decree, he doesn't make the decree and then get up and go do it. He <laughs> makes the decree. That's and right. his assumption, his expectation is, I have spoken. Yep. That's right. So guess what? Mm-hmm. Whatever has to happen, whatever has to take place to bring my decree to pass, the Bible says it will be established. So our job is to decree and have faith in the words that we've spoken. And as long as those words are in line with God's word, it's not our responsibility to make them happen. It is our responsibility to stay in faith. And would you agree that that is where most falter? They lose, they doubt because they're not seeing it happen. And so then they're like, oh, I guess it didn't work. It's like, no, 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 no. That's called losing your faith, yes. right? Like you, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're so saying. I, I hear you. Genesis six says, be not weary in well-doing for in due season, you'll reap a harvest. If you don't give up, cave in and quit. Yeah. Yeah. If we're doing the good thing. We're doing the well-doing, which is speaking God's word. The word will come to pass. We will reap the harvest that we're praying as long as we don't give up, cave in and quit. And that's the challenge. Mm -hmm. How do we not give up 
cave in and quit. Right. That's what life speak 101 speak life and when mm. it's all about showing you why it is so key that you hang in there. And then we have real life examples, real people. I have a story, I have a few personal stories in there, but one in particular about overcoming anxiety after a car accident that was trying to paralyze me every time I got in a car. And um, it took months and months and months of declaring the word, going back to the drawing board, thinking, oh, okay, I'm good. It's good. I'm good. I can handle it. And then getting in the car and almost curling up in, in a fetal position because there's a truck next to us. And what are we going to do? Literally having to say, okay, this isn't a win. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not what winning looks like. It's not on, it's not on God. It's on me. So let me go back to the word and spend more time with the word until I believe this word more than I believe the anxiety that's trying to attack me. Mm -hmm. And that's what this book is for. So we have real life um, examples of true stories, real people who have gone through a plethora of, of things, long lists of adversities mm -hmm. and stuck with the word until God's word, the truth of God's word overtook the facts of their circumstances and allowed them to get the win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have conversations with friends and family members who they're upset about, oh, this is happening. This is horrible. And, and I'm not, and I go, I agree. I agree, but God is bigger. Yes. And I, and I, I stand in that and they don't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and I, but I'm like, well, I can't, I, I can't let you bring me down to disbelief because it makes you feel better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is me being upset with you about something we can't do? How is that a better option? Exactly. I don't, I don't understand. If you can tell me how me uh, ca caving with, like, how is that going to make anything better? It won't. If you can tell me that that's a solution, I might consider it. But from where I stand, it's not a, a solution. And that is the power of life speaking. It is speaking the solution in the face of the problem. It's not that we should say nothing when we're going through adversity. Right. But it's, we should say what God says about the adversity. Yes. And that's the challenge. You know what? Uh, it's perfect. It just fits so perfectly. One of the exercises in my book mm -hmm. is called flip your butts. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and it's great because what it is, is you can say just like, just like um, David, the psalmist, yeah. right? You mm -hmm. can say whatever you want to go. You can pour out your heart. You can say, Lord, I don't like this. I'm about to, but you are in control. Yeah. You are powerful. You are my refuge. You yeah. are my strength. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that's one of the exercises because what normally happens is this. I know God is bigger 
but and then they say all these horrible things and i'm right. like no 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 this no, is no. really hard I but know this is really it, bad this was really a big diagnosis yes. i know that, you know what i mean yes but god is bigger Can yeah, you and then i say flip it i say you know what this is really big this is really bad but my god is bigger yes and land on that yes land period stand, stand and land on that <laughs> right there period leave it stop right there imagine david little puny scrawny little david running towards goliath and saying i'm gonna cut your head off <laughs> i mean honestly if we're thinking from a goliath's perspective he i'm sure he thought oh this kid is crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or maybe at the very least he must be blind Mm -hmm. because he must not be able to see me yeah because yeah. who would say that but David ran full speed ahead toward the problem speaking the solution mm -hmm. yeah I just I've been really enjoying uh going through the Psalms uh in just in success you know just one after the other because mm -hmm. I was able to notice a pattern that I've never noticed before mm -hmm. and I'm like oh David thank you this is such a great example of prayer because yes. you are honest with God yes. you, you you know he gets angry yes. he gets scared he gets mad mm -hmm. uh, I already said that but um and he gets like even a little oh Lord what you know when are you gonna help me but right. then he where always, are you <laughs> always lands always in the truth again and praising god before he even sees it happen yes that's what i like and that's the that's a that's a faith move because if you say to me hey woman i'm gonna send you a big box of chocolate cookies in the mail my favorites by the way but if i believe you i'm not going to wait until they come uh -huh. i'm going to say thank you vanessa <laughs> You know why? Because that says, I believe what you said. Yeah. I believe you. I don't have to get them in the mail. I got your word. Mm. That's so, cool. So thank you, Vanessa. I'm thanking you now because I don't have to see it to believe it. Right. Right. And so that's where God is with us. He wants us to thank him for the victory. Yep. In that the middle of the adversity. Yep. And I'm not going to say that it's always easy for me because uh, I there, I mean, sometimes I'm doing great, you know, like with, with, oh, I don't like this, but you know what? God's on it. Oh, I don't like, but you know what? God has the victory. He says so. He says yeah. so. So I'm, I'm going to rest in that and I smile and I believe it, but there are some times mm -hmm. when I'm like, okay, Lord. Okay. 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 <sighs> um, I really don't like this. And I believe you, I, I know you are good. And you say that victory is yours. And I believe you, I say, I don't like this right now. I don't like this time I'm in. I really don't. And, and sometimes it's hard, but I, I go, but you know what? I'm going to choose to trust. I'm going to choose to keep praising you. And you know what? In fact, I'm going to turn some music on right now. And I'm going to just start praising your name yeah. before it's happened. 
Yeah. Or, or when you're waiting for something for a long time, you know, you're, you're waiting, you're like, oh Lord, please, please help uh-huh. this person. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting and you're waiting. And then I go, you know what? When I pray for people, uh-huh. I thank God yes. for answering that prayer before I ever see it. And I say it to them. I'm like, you know what? We're going to thank God right now for answering this prayer because the Lord hears his children. Yes. That's what it says. Yeah. It says he hears us when we cry out to him. So if it said it in the Bible, why would it not be true now? If he's the same yesterday, today, and forever again from the Bible, everything is from God's word. Yes. And here's the thing. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's right. <laughs> that is so, so true. <laughs> and I love that because I, I just, I want people to know, yes. like you and I are talking about this and, and we have practice, yes. but it doesn't, we're not saying it's easy, but we are saying it's worth it. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, I think um, there's just a big, in this society, the mentality is easier, avoidable. Like everybody just wants band-aids and yeah. I don't want to think, or I don't want to deal. Fits. And I, and I'm not about that. And I mm-hmm. haven't been for a really long, like for, I don't know, probably my whole life, but now I'm intentional about it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's not popular, but Wilma and I are telling you it is so much better. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's so worth it. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what we need to know is mm-hmm. where we can buy your book and how we can support you. Uh, the book is available on Amazon. It's also available on wilmahollis.com, which is my website. Um, and so as far as my website is concerned, again, it's wilmahollis.com. If you order a copy from wilmahollis.com, I will autograph it. So that's Yay! how you get an autograph copy. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Wilma Hollis Life Speak. I'm also on Facebook at Wilma Hollis Life Speak, and I'm on Twitter at Wilma Hollis. Okay. So those are the way you can, ways you can support me. Um, if you've read the book, if anyone out there has already read the book and have not submitted a review, please do so. You can also go to Amazon and read all the reviews on the book. I am so um, <sighs> grateful um, that this book has resonated with so many people and that I have received messages from people who are reading the book for the second time, the third time, the fourth time, people who are buying four copies, people who are buying 10 copies. Mm -hmm. It has been such a journey and such a blessing. And just the fact that I wrote the book allowed me to be here with you. That's just cherry on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. Well, thank you for telling us that. And I will make sure we have all your links in the show notes so that it's easy to click and just hop on over there Mm -hmm. and connect. And I just want to thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Definitely a blessing to me. I, I feel alive. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I did my job. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I knew you would. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. This has been so much fun. I mean, I just, Really appreciate the opportunity and all the work that you do. And you um, are always alerting us to so many faith-driven leaders out there. I so appreciate that. And your message, you don't have to be perfect. Thank you for that. (laughs) 
well it's true thank and you we have that. many biblical examples to prove it so thank you so much thank you hi friends i'm so glad you've been enjoying the you don't have to be perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support and help share its uplifting message you can leave a positive review on apple or spotify to donate 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 a month simply click the anchor link in the notes of this show once you're on the anchor homepage of the you don't have to be perfect podcast click the middle button that says support and select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact on the lives of my family. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep practicing saying no to perfect and yes to truth. Take care. Thank you.